recorded live. That sounds serious. Um, <laughs> okay, so we're here to talk about MACMA and do some brainstorming on, excuse me, budgeting and for the 2016 MACMA and oil presentation titles. Okay, and I just want to say that I did look for that business card um, for the gal that was in the booth next to us, and I was not able to find that. Um, so I apologize, and I have not done anything um, I must have discarded that in the um, in the flurry of going through business cards, and so um, I no longer have that available. So we'll need to, um, if you um, someone else has access to it, great. Otherwise, I'd be happy to see if I can do some research and find their contact information. I also have not found that. Kathy, would you happen to have that? What are what are we looking for? What are you looking for? Um, the the lady that was next to us in the booth. Um, oh, we were Kathy? looking at the booth. She was yes, she was on our Kathy's right. information, yes. Uh, uh, hold on. I just found her card, actually. Kathy Flamino, owner, National Yoga Palm Trainer. Kathy at 1000-pedals.com. Kathy at 1000 what? Pedal, one th- Pedal. Kathy at 1000 dash Petals, P-E-T-A-L-S, dot com. Okay. Her website is www.1000-petals.com. Is the 1,000 being sold out? No, one zero zero zero. And does she spell her name with a K or a C? K. If you'd like her telephone number, I have that. Sure. Six five one three seven three one three five two. Yeah. And to be perfectly honest, I don't remember who we talked about um, was going to be the contact person with her. I remember that we had discussed um, getting hold of her and um, MACMA directly, and then um, also that one other gal, Kathy, that you had a contact with that spoke about oils. I don't know if she was a psychologist or who she was. Yes, she was, and I haven't found that information on her just yet. Oh, you know what? 
think I know where it is. If you'll allow me, I'm going to go look now because I'm talking. <laughs> and I have a block. I didn't say on my notes who was going to do that, but I do have on my notes from last time, our last meeting, that the yoga, Kathy, the yoga gal, and um, the presenter. That's all I have. I didn't say who was going to do it, so we'd have to listen to the recording to see. Okay. I just started and blocked it. And I don't have, I have Jody Culp, but that wasn't the presenter. So I I was wrong and I was mistaken as to the card that I thought I was keeping for her. Kathy, would it be possible that this gal's contact information, because she was a presenter, is in the package of information? Looking. Yep, you've got that in. I've got that in my head too. Um, got the brochure right here. She was on the last day. One of the last hours. And, And Erin, just so you know, I was not feeling well last night, so if all of a sudden I've got you guys on mute, um, I'm just taking care of what I need to take care of to um, keep my health recovering here. So okay, be back with you as soon as I can. Yeah, I had the stomach flu last night. It wasn't pleasant. Oh, yuck. Um, that would be an understatement. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to be so graphic. That was an understatement. <laughs> oh, that's okay. Uh, no, I lost my screen. Say again. I lost my screen. Oh, here it is. Um, okay, so part of what we were doing, because we wanted to contact these two individuals to get ideas of what we should brainstorm for a topic. Um, actually, I, my understanding, Erin, was that we were going to communicate with them the reason why we're not going to be present this year. Um, okay. Just um, to keep our foot in the door with a couple people um, that have been there the same amount of time, or at least a, a you know a period of time similar to you two, and um, just give them a heads up on why we're not there, and that um, kind of set um, just put out there what our intention is for next year and um, 
So that way, if for some reason they get asked questions about us, um, that at least somebody would um, have some information about where Young Living is and or if it gets to be somebody else um, with a Young Living booth there for one year, um, they know where we are. Okay. And I don't think it's a bad idea to possibly look at it from the perspective that you just presented. Um, <clears throat> I think that, you know, seeking um, ideas from other people um, doesn't mean we have to take them. Right. Um, however, it might spark something for us as well. Okay, see if you ladies will jog your memory. I've been looking at this, and I I don't see the location of the... Uh, class? Because I know it was on the, I think it was the, well, I know where the class was, so I don't have the diagram of the, the actual, actually, no, I can't. I know where that is, too. I've been doing some decluttering and finding lots of stuff. Okay, well, that may become later then. I knew where it was. Okay. Okay. Let me let me see if if any of these ring your bell. Excuse me. Uh, Barbara Blanchard Lewis, nicknamed Bobby. She's got it in in quotation marks. I don't remember her being in quotes her having a us call her Bobby. Uh she she was interactive discussion about in incarceration, mothers of Bedford, so I don't think that was it. Bridget King, anxiety symptoms in children and and adolescents, a focus on special populations. Maureen Tanis Dealing with bullying. Emma Friesen, a journey with OCD from ritual to hope. Becky Aish, improving brain function with EEG, biofeedback, and audiovisual entertainment. Sarah Owens Keenan, completing the circle, looking beyond the needs of the patient and parent. Brenda Kea, Extreme Parenting, It's Not Typical Parenting. Shelly Richardson and Chris Blake, Transitioning in Healthcare, Reform, Requirements, and Revelations. Tamara Gellin, Creative Therapeutic Techniques. Marsha Engel, Vision Program, Creating Circles of Courage for Students and Their Families. 
Brenda Anderson, Secondary Traumatic Stress, Promoting Well-Being in the Workplace. Doris Moylan, A Basic Introduction introduction to the Nurtured Heart Approach. And Marianne Marshall, <clears throat> spelled M-A-R-C-H-E-L, The Impact of Reflective Supervision on Early Childhood Professional Practice, a Case Study. Do any of those ring a bell? The Marine lady's name was the one that resonated the most with me. However, I'm not sure why. Doris Moylan? Is that what you said, Brenda? No, Marine. Marine. What time of the day did Marine present? You don't have that. Oh, okay. That's that's why I... (laughs) Got it. Okay, I I missed what you were... I missed that connection. Um. Well, no, that's that's what I do have. That's why I went there. It was three three to four fifteen. All of those people pre- all of those people presented during that time frame. Yes. Holy wow. moly! That's why it's in Duluth at the back. <laughs> it's big enough to handle all that. Right. That's a lot of sessions. People have to yeah, choose. Yeah, there's thirteen. From. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see the uh, the children in Hartwick. Okay, here's a question. Do you uh do you know where your folder is, ladies? I don't believe I have one. I think they only gave two to the booth. Did you keep your folder from any time, Erin? Because I have the brochure that was mailed to me for 2014. I don't have the folder at my fingertips. In there, I could pinpoint it for, because I knew, I know where she was. She was on the harbor. She was in the harbor room. I'm trying to figure out where I've been dismantling my offer. Um, and I know I didn't throw it out. Hmm. Not where I figured it may be. Ah, shoot. Well, I guess that's something that I can look for. Because um, I should come across it as I continue to... I'm, I'm trying to purge my office and start 
fresh again. Okay. Well, if you would, um, Aaron, if you and I could uh, be in communication with that person because we would have the, the folders. And if I find it before you, I'll, when I find it or if I find it, I will give you a call. Okay, for and I will do class meeting, and if and you will do the same, is what I hear. Yep. Yes. Okay. Okay. Then we can leave this one alone. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. And I would be happy to communicate with Kathy. Um, and then if you would you two be open to um, between the two of you communicating with the Magma organization and this other gal directly? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. So we have that figured out. Now, for um, topics to cover, or do we want to go over financial? My brain's probably not in a position to do so much with financial today. Ladies, I'll just be honest with you. So okay. brainstorming, Please. I probably can pipe in here and there. Um, so brainstorming on topics. Now, Kathy, what, what, um, have you gotten the materials that they sent you for 2015? Like what they're going over, or haven't they done that yet? No, the brochure is not out. Okay. On this. Um, uh, there's an email. I can look in the email. Um, I thought maybe that would be of assistance. Well, there's, like I read here, um, there's all kinds of topics. Uh, the one that was more holistic uh, sounding and dealing with bullying, um, a journey with OCD, from ritual to hope. A basic introduction to the nurtured heart approach. Workshop participants will learn the basic concept of the nurtured heart approach, including how it can impact and change the way one interacts with other students, clients, and family, as well as the benefits of this approach. Um, secondary traumatic stress, promoting well-being in the workplace. It's all programs or uh, one here, completing the circle, looking beyond the needs of the patient and parent. The presentation will highlight the naturally, nationally recognized SIB shops, workshops for siblings, for people with physical or mental emotional disabilities. Um, and it goes on. Number 70 was improving brain function with EEB, EEG biofeedback and audiovisual entertainment. Uh, I don't know if we want to talk about the bio, the Zyto. The Zyto. 
because that's biocommunication and how that fits in with with um it's study you already did right the ninety day yeah, we can revive that yeah well, ladies so, I just pulled up the um website and here's what it says for this year says this conference offers professionals and families opportunities to improve policy and enhance practices for children birth to 21 who have or are at risk for mental health disorders, acquire skills and strategies that will improve outcomes for children with mental health needs, gain knowledges of best practices, and latest research in children's mental health and related fields. Enrich understanding of different perspectives and common goals in support of children. Mm-hmm. So That's I'm wondering, fair. do we want to... Um, um, focus on the families or do we want to focus on the professionals? I would say let's target the presentation to one or the other and then go from there. What do you feel? How do you feel about that thought? I'm thinking families because they have more... um, abilities to make choices than what our professionals do. Now, okay, I thought you were done. Go ahead. A social worker that I have visited with a couple times um, that I met up there, she cannot recommend anything. She's interested in learning but she can't tell the parents, hey, you want to try this. You know, she can forward some information on and see if they want to have contact with me, but she can't recommend anything. Like, that's natural. Does that make sense? Yes, it does. I understand what you're attempting to say. I don't know if I'm saying it quite right, but... she She's um. more limited on what she can and cannot say. I guess my personal thought is, is that um, the minute we target the professionals, they're going to want more of the studies and the documentation And is that going to get us into the realm of FDA do's and don'ts um, and really tie our hands on what we could or could not say? That has been one of my concerns, especially this year. I just sent you to um, a text message with the link um, from the page that I found. So if you um, are able to go to the website um, on your phone, you can do that if you choose to. Um, so you can see the wording that I was seeing. Kathy, what are your thoughts? Where do you want to go? Um, 
since you have the website up, can you see they have uh, graphs on the website for um, who attended and what their status was? Let me see. I see the schedule. It is not the breakout session descriptions. Let me see if I can find the breakout session descriptions. Uh, presenter information, but I bet that's just what you read. Okay. So it would have been a Tuesday session and it would have been the last session of the day, correct? Yes. Okay. I think I might have it. Or harder. Okay. So the last session of the day, 66 was Barbara Bobby, Bridget King, Maureen Tannis. Emma Brazen, Becky Aish, um, you know what, um, okay, Barbara was a senior research associate, Bridget was a psychologist, you know what? Was it Bridget that presented? There are three women that presented. It looks like Bridget, Karen Hampton, and Judith Stroman. Isn't it Judith? Judith Stroman. And they presented on anxiety symptoms in children and adolescents, a focus on special populations. That's the one I was thinking of. Oh, and what's interesting, ladies, is that they have a level and then they have a target audience listed. So that particular group, um, the psychologist spoke directly to the professionals. The U of M research to practice series, interactive discussion for incarnation, mother of... Okay, the one that Barbara Bobby Blanchard Lewis did was targeted to parents and professionals. The one that the psychologist did was the intermediate level and it was directed towards professionals. Dealing with bullying was basic and that was parents and professionals. A journey of OCD was parents and professionals basic. Improving bank brain function with EEG feedback was basic parents and professional. It does say includes clinical content. Um, the psychologist one said it included clinical content. The other ones did not so far. Um, Completing the circle, looking beyond the needs of the patient and parent. Um, that was basic 
parents and professionals. Extreme parenting was basic and just strictly parents. Transitioning to in-health care was intermediate parents and professionals. Creative therapeutic techniques. I don't remember you reading that description, Kathy. It says, in this session, attendees will learn 12 different creative therapeutic techniques that can be used with clients individually or with groups with family groups at every stage of life. These techniques range from art therapy to role-playing to basic whiteboard activities that help clients reframe and gain perspective on their issues while having fun. That one was intermediate professionals, included clinical content. Um, Vision program was basic professionals. Um, There's secondary traumatic stress was basic professionals, includes clinical content. Uh, An introduction to nurtured heart was basic parents and professionals. And the last one was impact of reflective supervision. That was intermediate professionals, includes content, and then it said slash early childhood. That was specifically targeted. I don't know. How do you guys feel about something along the lines of... um, emotional release with aromatherapy or something along that line. Because that that could be used for the entire family. And it could be used for professionals because the professionals wouldn't have to necessarily use the essential oils. They could just do the verbiage. Uh So I'm thinking that if we did something like that, we could have it target the professional. Because the professional wouldn't be touching them. They could just demonstrate it. It's very similar to like EFT where the, they just tap on the, their face and or they have a bear. I've seen it where they teach children how to do it with a bear and then they do it for themselves on their own body, but they show them on the bear so they're not physically touching the child. Um, so why couldn't we do, um, like the emotional release, Kathy stuff, um, with the hand on the forehead and on the neck or the heart? Yep. That's what I, that's what I was thinking. <laughs> I was seeing a picture of us just holding our forehead and over our hearts. Well, and think about it. I mean, the emotional issues that go along with bullying, the emotional issues that go along, just the challenges that go along with having a child. On an IEP, much less on a, you know, with a diagnosed mental disorder. So, I mean, it would really target a whole wide range of people. You know me, that's the first place I go anyway, so. I know, <laughs> and I've really been thinking about that. <laughs> so, Aaron, so how does that feel emotion- to you? I think it feels good because, yeah. And we have outside resources like the Blue Book, the Feeling yep. Buried Alive book. So it isn't just us. We can reference these other tools. We could even reference the Chi to Be book if we wanted to because that could be, I mean, and again, I don't know how long the presentation is. I mean, do you get an hour or two hours or what do you get? It is 45 minutes. It's, it's 45 minutes? Okay, wow. Well, that would have to be really brief. 415, but... Some of them are 
speed to be an hour fifteen. Kathy, you got really quiet on me, and I'm not sure why. I don't know. I didn't change anything. Oh, yes, yeah, she is quieter. Ten thirty to twelve fifteen, uh, one fifteen to two forty-five. So it's it's an hour fifteen, hour and a half. Uh, three to four forty-five. There's an hour and forty. So there's they've set it up different. It's not. It depends on what time of the day. One fifteen to two thirty. It's an hour and fifteen. Ten fifteen to twelve fifteen. There's two hours. Depends on what time of the day is the workshop. Ah, uh, okay, okay. Not so we do have some flexibility then. Are you have thinking they, that 45 would be enough done, to do this? Well, depending on how much we want to go into, um, I just did a presentation at um, an event on the, the 7th, and an hour was way too short for the amount of information that I was presenting. Um, and that didn't really include any hands-on. That was basically just lecture. So I'm wondering if we could split it into two sessions, like an introductory session earlier in the day or the day before, and then a follow-up session where it's actually hands-on technique. Would they ever do something like that? They have never done anything like that. There's way too many for that. Uh, okay. Although it's so, I don't know. That's a possibility. Anything's a possibility. Worst they can do is say no. Well, we can play with that as an idea. It and it doesn't mean that we have to split it into two, um, because maybe we do an. So, if there were any way we could, um, well, that really wouldn't work. We'd have to have something already set up and these people are from all over the state so that would be very difficult. On the other hand, if we had it say again? Some of them only come for one day. Yeah. Um, well my thought was is if we keep it more to an introductory and then we have it set up where we're doing like a Google Hangout or something um, where we're doing another um, presentation, however, it's like a webinar, and there's some video included in it. And then that would give us an opportunity to get their contact information so we could email them the details. Now we're getting somewhere. Yeah. And then they'd have something to reference back to if they forget, you know, how did we do that? Right. Well, I mean, and it could be live or it could be recorded. Um, there's there's multiple ways we could do it. Just if we're going to invest the time and effort into doing a presentation, let's do everything in our power to be able to get contact information from these people who attend the session, number one, so that we've got the ability to be able to follow up with them directly. Right. And then, um, because if we've got something already set up in place where it's either on our own personal website or we create a website that's, you know, just specifically for this um, and we each chip into to paying for that, I, you know, I don't know what that looks like. There's, there's lots of different ways this could be handled. So um, well, I think we've got to figure out the topic first. 
if we're in cooperation with this, Maxima's not going away. <laughs> uh, that sounds like creating another entity and collaboration that I would be voting yes for. Um, and Kathy, it doesn't have to be that this year. It could just be, um, you know, Erin, you have a website, yes or no? Um, yeah, and no. I, well, I've, got, I've just got the Marketing Sense website. Okay, and do you have a website for Dewdrop? I do not at this time. Okay. And Kathy, you have Marketing Sense, correct? Kathy? Oh, I said yes twice. <laughs> I don't know what's oh, going on. Oh, didn't even hear you. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. Something shifted, and all of a sudden it was just like you're really far away or we're not hearing you at all. Okay, so, I mean, the other thing we could do is create a website, a Facebook page, and this could be, you know, um, somehow loaded up on Facebook. Um, it doesn't have to be a website. I mean, so there's so many different ways we could handle it. Um, it doesn't have to, um, you know, get to be this big monster. Um, we can take it in steps. That sounds more comfortable to me. <laughs> yes, me too. I'd really like to be able to have that set up for next year. So Facebook sounds very reasonable. Everybody's well, using Facebook now anyway. Most everybody. Yeah. Well, and typically... For emails. Yeah. So, I mean, there's so many different ways we can talk about it. I mean, I think that just... Let's brainstorm who we want to target and do we want to target both? And if we do, how do we do that? And I, want, I, I don't think I want to target one or the other. I believe that it should be both. And I know there's a graphic on who attended. I'm just not <clears throat> remembering at the moment where to find that. But I know I've seen it on the site somewhere. Oh, okay. The percentage of people who are registered like as professionals? Yes, because there is a... a um, a what do you call it? Not a referral. There's a form that everybody fills out after the conference. And even oh, when they the when they sign up for for the conference, they'll say whether they're parent or professional or early childhood. So we can there's stats on this to know the percentages of who we're targeting. And I truly believe there's a lot of them that are coming both for as professionals, but they're also a parent. And even if they are professional, that's why I ask them, are you here as a parent or professional? And most of the time, it is both. 
they may have signed up as a professional and they come because their work sent them, but they're here as a parent as well because of their child's needs. Got it. So I don't think that... um, I think we would be dishonoring... Let me say that in a positive way. I think that we would be honoring both parent and professional by choosing both. Yeah. Because even as a professional, if they have children, they're hearing with both ears, with both hats on. Okay, Kathy, I found the information you were looking for. Okay. So where did you find it? um, It's on the exhibitor details. So, so it's, I'm at the home page right now. Um, it's the 2014. Um, no, well, I'm at their main site. The main site, okay. And then on the right-hand side, there's a kind of a tannish gray column, and it says information about the 2015, and then click on the 2015 Exhibits Marketing and Sponsorship tab. Okay, I just went to last year's conference. That's why I couldn't find it. So I'm going to that main site now. Anyway, it says 4% were registered as family member, parent, grandparent, foster parent, relative. 2013 was 5%. 2012 was 4%. 2% were corrections professionals. In 2013 and 12, it was both 1%. It was 7% early childhood. 2013 was 5%. 2010 was 12 was 10%. So the numbers kind of fluctuated there. Educating, educators, social psychologists, social worker, teachers, admin, 36%, 34%, and 32% for the last the two years prior to that. Um, healthcare was 3%, and then it was 4 and 5%, so that's been decreasing. Uh, mental health professional was 29%, 28%, 31%. So interesting little swing there. And then social services professional, 13%, 15 and 13 No, and I'm, then, I'm not to where you said yet. Are you reading this year, last year, and the previous year, or were you yeah, reading? Yeah, so it's 2014. I'm starting with 2014, and then 13 and 12. So it's gone down? Well, it's no, fluctuated. Yeah. It, it's fluctuated. Um, and then for other, which was the last category, it was 6%, 6%, 4%. So some of them, have, I mean... Increase, well, sort of increase. It's... it's um, you know, early, early childhood was 10% in 2012, 5% in 2013, and then back up to 7% in 2014. So go figure. Um, education has continued to increase. It was 32%, 34%, and then last year, 36%. Healthcare has declined each year. 2012 was 5%, 13 was 4%, 14 was 3%. So, I just find that interesting that healthcare was declining. Yeah. 
But you know, they closed so many mental health care facilities over the last few years. Sure. And now this year they're talking about getting some up and running. Um, I don't know if you guys have been following that stuff, but the they're talking about our jails are full, but that's because that's where our mental health patients are going. Yep. So it's like they shouldn't have closed the state hospitals. And all they're going and they to don't know how to deal with them. <laughs> they, well, they don't. They're not getting the proper care in a jail. Well, and that could very well be why the correctional corrections professionals has increased. Right. Yes. We've even had our clients, uh, particular one of the clients from my house, had gone to. Uh, she ran away, and she they put her in jail. They wouldn't even give her some of her meds. Said nope. They decided that. Uh-huh. They weren't going to give certain meds because it wasn't life-threatening. They have no idea. They didn't call in a doctor. They Somebody in management decided on their own which meds to give and which meds not to give. Wow. That's very scary. <laughs> yeah. And you, some of those you just can't abruptly stop or start. <laughs> no. Otherwise, you get issues. Right. Okay, so I'm just looking at proposals will be reviewed based on potential interest to the audience, respectfulness towards families, cultural sensitivity, presenters' experience, credentials, and presentation history completeness and quality of required materials. Does it have a, a deadline for 2016? Oh. Um, no. It was October 27, 2014 for the 15th presentation, so I would guess it would be similar to that, and I believe you said it was October of some the previous year, too, Kathy, so... um, I'm going to the workshop or the call for presenters right now. It's now open deadline October 27th. Okay. Of 2015? This was for this year. They don't have it set up for next year. They go year by year. Okay. But so it's typically every October, you got to have your. Okay, so presentation plans. areas of interest. Here we go. Child and adolescent issues, brain development, stigma, teasing or bullying, self injury, cutting. Suicide prevention and awareness, um, difficult, defiant, or high-risk youth, um, juvenile justice or restorative justice. There's a couple other in there. I skipped. I didn't think that we would, would apply to us. There's cultural competency. I don't think we really fit into that. Disorders, diagnosis, and treatment. Um, mm, 
structure we would fit in there. Then there's family and caregiver support. We would definitely fit into that category. Um, Infant and early childhood, mental health and the education system, professional support, research to practice, treatments and strategies, trauma, abuse, crisis, and prevention. I think we could fit into there. Transition, I think we could fit into there. And then services and policies, I don't think we fit into there. So those were the categories that they were looking for, and then they had then they had subcategories underneath it. So I think there's probably child and adolescent issues, family and caregiver support, um, trauma, abuse, crisis, and prevention. Uh, and let's see. And then treatments and strategies, we would fit under the effective alternative treatment options. And we probably could fit under the techniques for parenting children with mental health disorders. We could probably be, we would fit under that category as well. We're not going to fit under research to practice. I don't really think we fit under professional support. I mean, we could be pushing it. We might if we went for the... That one's an interesting category. The subcategories under professional support are ethics, working with families, compassion, fatigue, slash self-care, and supervision. That's really an interesting category there. (laughs) It covers the whole gamut because of the the professionals that would be working with the parents in whatever capacity. So there's some in in professionals as as professionals. There's in-home care work givers, and there's facility caregivers. So that that uh, that compassion fatigue slash self care we we could possibly fit under that. Um, and transition there's independent living skills. I think teaching people how to do the emotional release could definitely fit under that category. Um, Which category was that one? Transition. The subcategories are transition plans, school to work, independent living skills. So under family and caregiver support, caregiver burnout slash self-care, we definitely fit into that category. Under professional support, we could fit into the compassion, fatigue, slash self-care. Under treatments and strategies, so let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six. I would say I would be comfortable fitting under six different categories that they had as far as topics of interest for this year. And they had 12 categories. So the fact that six of 12 I would be comfortable under, I think that gives us a pretty good shot. Yes. 
Now, I'm mm-hmm. guessing that they want us to pick which category we want to be underneath. Oh, you think they would like us to pick that? Well, I, I don't know for sure. I'd have to go back into... Well, in number 78, they have PR, which is professionals, and EC, early childhood pro. Okay, so we could possibly pick more than one category then. I believe so. We don't want to cut our nose off the spider face. Don't want to box us in. Yeah. Can you well, I don't think I want to say we fit under all. Okay, I was underneath. So I, under, let's see, the category is events and training. And then on the sidebar. Now, hold on. Because, first of all, I'm at macma.org. Yep. And then if you look at the top on the menu bar, it says home. And then it says events slash training publications, resources, programs. I click on the events training. Okay. And then spring workshop? No. Then look over on the far right-hand side. It says annual mental health conference, 2015 conference. If you look all the way at the bottom, it says 2015 call for presentations. Ah. Click on that. Once you get to that page, there's a little boy sitting on a chair with a megaphone. And then there's some links underneath that, and there's a link called Areas of Interest in Presentation Topics. My computer won't allow me. I have to pick spring under events and trainings. It just gives me the pop-down bars. Kathy, if you... I think... I don't... mm, I wonder if your screen is hiding that sidebar. Because my, my address bar right now says www.macma.org backslash event dash page backslash annual. Do you see an annual option? Oh, only if I go under events slash trainings. Can you pick and... annual from there? That's what I mean. I have to pick okay. annual from there. Pick pick annual. Then there should be and a sidebar there, that picks, shows up. And then it's... Um, <laughs> I can only pick from that sidebar. I can't go to those pages. It's only to the sidebar. So information exhibits marketing and sponsoring. Go all the way down to the bottom. It's a 2015 call. I don't, it doesn't pop up the page is what I'm telling you. I only get the little pop-up little bars. Okay, and what did the bars say? I'm at the uh, exhibits now, and then I can go down. So now I see. Are you on your phone? No, I'm on my computer. Oh, that is so (laughs) Strange. Okay. Yeah, I never got the the brownish bar that you were referring to. Mine well, all... I am looking at it on my phone, so that could be why it shows up slightly different because they probably have the 
website optimized, although I don't think they have it optimized because I still have to expand and to read. Um, however, okay, well, I'm glad. Okay, so now are you able to see where it says areas of interest and in presentation topics? Um, how far down did you go? Do you see the little boy with the graphic that says call for presentations now open? exhibiting details, what the percentages, sponsorship and exhibitors. That's not the page I'm on. Okay. Which one are you on? Conference information? Uh, nope. I'm on a page that says 2015 call for presentations. Oh, I see annual mental health conference. I see 2015 conference information. I see 2015 conference schedule. I see keynote speakers, things to know, Sunday sessions, tracks, 2015 exhibits, marketing sponsors. I see hotel and lodging information. And right underneath hotel and lodging information, I see 2015 call for presentations. And I, when I can get to my computer, Kathy, I can send you the link. I'm there, so um, it's just a matter of what you see and I see. You're usually mm-hmm. on the computer and not the phone. Yeah, I know. I'm the opposite, and now I'm on the computer and we're not syncing. Erin, are, <laughs> are you on you the computer or the phone? I am on the computer. And do you see where it says areas of present interest and presentation topics? Actually, yes, and that's what I was printing out. Um, I was printing out the call for presentation, um, the important tips, and then I just printed the abstract, sample abstract, including all required criteria. Does that make sense to you? Yeah, I see what you printed out. I just am on my phone, so I can't print. Um, Now I lost the whole thing. (laughs) Uh Ah, where did it go? I am at areas of interest and presentation Mm. topics now. Oh, good. I'm glad you found it. Yeah, I was getting a trying to find it. I don't know where it was hiding from you, Kathy. I'm like, it's right there. There you go. Okay. So you can see what I was reading off of. I I printed that stuff off because I like to read on a piece of paper rather than on the computer. I understand. And then um, I can work on a folder for for this so I can keep my stuff straight. What would be interesting is as if Kathy, I wonder, do you happen to have? the topic categories from the year that you guys um, put the proposal in with Carla. I'm wondering how frequently these presentation areas of interest change or how they tweak them from year to year. I don't think they change much. Okay. Not a whole lot. What's your thoughts on that? 
Well, I was just curious if they changed dramatically. It would be like, well, great, we're targeting towards something that we saw in here for two, you know, and then all of a sudden they really change it up for 2016. That was no, just my one, no, one thought. No, so. no, I've been going to this for many, many years. <laughs> uh, I, I will find it when I'm looking through my stuff, but it has been, oh, goodness. I could ask Debbie to make sure she'd have that in a quick reference file in her head, but it's been almost the 19 years. Wow. There's only a few that I've missed. Well, I think that we definitely have a good opportunity. I mean, if we look at the fact that you two work in mental health, I have a child who's gone through the school system on an IEP from day one. Um, we've got we've got hands-on experience. Uh, my son was on an IEP too. You don't know. Okay. That, <laughs> I did not. So, I mean, we've got. We've got, um, you know, we've got practical. We may not have necessarily credentials that um, other people have, and yet we have very hands-on. You, Kathy, I know you've done presentations. Um, I've done presentations. Erin, I'm not sure what your experience is with doing presentations. Um, I've just done very small ones. Um, Yeah. And that's okay. You've done them. And that doesn't mean that you can't do something between now and October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and back in college, I did a lot, but it's been a long time. <laughs> so I think that um, we've been out there. We've been presenting. Um, I think it would be something that if there's something we can do between now and October, um where an opportunity presents itself for us to do a presentation of some kind, um, that it might be in our best interest to take advantage of that. Um, now, what are you saying with MACMA? Because there's other... Um, no. Okay. Presentations of any kind. There was something that I saw that asked about, for you know, where else have you presented or what other kinds of presentations have you presented or something. I don't remember what it was. There was something there about mm-hmm. um, well, and it says sources of sources slash references of content um, examples would be research studies, articles, books, data, and our personal experience. Well, there you go. Oh, we definitely oh. have. We definitely have. Um, multiples of that so the presentation that you and I put together Brenda um, the one you've seen Aaron you helped me with uh, in Marshall yeah and 
I believe, at F, the one I gave at Essence a couple of years ago. Okay. I don't remember if you were in that. No, you took a different class. No. But that, yeah. that one. Um, okay. Brenda, I'm, I'm thinking using that format and adding Chi to B in there would be a, a great starting point because we cover everything in there with a little hands-on at the end. And if we're given an hour and a half, because I know I had 45 minutes and that was not long enough for right. essence. Do you remember how long you had given that? Was it an hour and a half for you? Mm, no, it would have been an hour. Um, and I don't disagree. I think that um, depend. I, I think that some that type of a format can definitely work. Um, I'm slightly concerned about um, when it says culturally diverse. Um, that will need to be. Um, uh, we may have to strip out the religious part of it that's in there. Yeah, just starting there and, and yeah, I, I mean, and that's just I I jumped way ahead, and I don't yeah. I think that is definitely um a possibility, Kathy. Absolutely. So we don't have to reinvent the wheel. We already have it. <laughs> I think We're we definitely have. A starting point, yeah. How do you feel about that, Erin? I think I'm good. I think it, you know, I, I don't know how, you know, like Brenda's talking about the religious aspect, and yeah, I, I'm not quite sure how that that works for stuff like that. Um, I mean, I know we can't just (laughs) pound it down somebody's throat. So, I mean, I mean, I I don't know how to be politically correct on on that. So you guys will have to teach me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, one of the ways that I've gone around that is um, I've just introduced it as, it, for me personally, I choose to incorporate prayer. prayer. Um, and I've just kind of labeled it as prayer um, and not um, not beyond that. Um, on the other hand, I know we had some scripture verses in there in reference to the Bible specifically, um, so that part might have to come out of that particular presentation. Oh. Yeah, because I suppose if you say prayer, it can be anybody praying to whatever they pray to. Yeah. Where you have the scripture that's being specific. Yep. That would be how I would handle it, Erin, personally. Okay. Okay. And again, that um, is way down the road. 
Um, the right. other thing I think that's more important is um, are we going, I mean, so we have three of us, we have a booth and we have a presentation. What does that look like? Who does the presentation? Who stays at the booth? Da, 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 da. That is another detail that I think um, is important to work out before we get too far into the actual presentation planning. I think what you just said, you know, Kathy comes by herself and she presents. So she just asks the other person that she's asked us to watch her booth when she goes and presents and when she's gone. Oh, I guess I forgot about that. You're right. Yes. So I have no doubt that we could collaborate with Kathy and be next to her. Okay. Or someone else that we know that has been by, had a booth. Uh, Kathy is the, the, the one that we've been next to and collaborated with more than just last year. Or is there a possibility that we have people that are team members that um, that was that was my next idea. Somebody new, um, new enough that wouldn't um, want to present, that would be just comfortable with um, staying at the booth, one or two other people. And mm-hmm. then we can rotate, and it would be a training process as well. What do you think about that, Erin? I think that sounds like an excellent idea. Um Right now, I I have someone in mind even, (laughs) Um, you know, that may be willing to to do that. Well, and, you know, it doesn't mean that they even have to be there for the whole time. Maybe they're just there for that one day or that half day. um, Right. You know, depending on where they live and and all of the other circumstances, I just think it's something that um, I feel like it's important to know that fairly up front um, before we move forward with um, working out the details of a presentation because if it's going to be two people presenting, one person presenting, or three people presenting, that's, it's going to be important um, that we structure the presentation based upon that. Okay. I feel very strongly in the three of us being there for the presentation. And that feels very good to me, Kathy. It was just, I wasn't, I wanted to make sure that I wasn't making an assumption and wanted to ask about it. How, okay. how does that feel to you? I think it's good. Aaron. I, I think it feels good. Because we all come from different perspectives and, um, you know, slightly different life experiences. And so if we know that up front, then we can structure the presentation um, accordingly. Correct. Um, <clears throat> I hate to stop when we have our mojo going. <laughs> well, I actually, I'm, I'm very much ready to stop. So <laughs> Okay, because I've got another call at 11.30. I want to get prepared for it. So when... Do we want to do our next one? I am gone 
or I'm not available until after the 17th of March. Well, if we stick with the third Friday of the month, does that work for you too? Yep, that would and be. And it doesn't mean that we have to. It's just I'm looking at the 20th. If if we wanted to do a call on March 20th, does that work for you, Kathy? I'm getting my paperwork out. Hold on. Okay. I have to go to the other room. Yes, that works for me. Okay, do we want to do 10 a.m. again? Yes, for me. That's good for me. Okay, and who wants to set that one up? I can. Okay. Kathy, set up. Okay. So 10 a.m. March 20th. Um, and Kathy will set that up and we'll do more talking about, um, um, about the, cause we, we have our presentation name. Oh, I think we're maybe, or I think we have a general topic idea. I'm not sure we have a name yet. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so name and um, cost. What else do we want to go over? More details? Presentation details? Anything else? I don't know if we lost Brenda. Uh, that sounds good. Um, uh, shoot. Uh, maybe the 20th isn't going to work. I just looked at the day before. I think I have to make it another day. Um, okay. I have the Southwest State University presentation the night before, and so I have to back up um, my hours. Would the 27th work for you? I can do it later Friday. Um, later on that day? Okay. Let me figure this out here. Can we leave it tentative for the 20th until I make other arrangements? Um, I have to figure something out for that. I, I'd like to keep it on the 20th if I could. 
I just don't know if it'll be 10 or noon, if that's okay. Okay. I would be open to either time slot. I was just going to say, we'll have to let Brenda know, but there she is. (laughs) I'm here. (laughs) Okay. You would be open for 10 or noon? Yes. Okay. Thank you for being flexible. Uh, Aaron, um, would you, in preparation for this, um, this is kind of the presentation. It's going to be a half an hour presentation. Elizabeth asked me to do another presentation in think Marshall Thursday evening. Okay. Would you like to present with me on that one in preparation for the MACMA presentation? This is going to be involved with that. Yep. Okay. What time is that at? It's in the evening. It's from 6 to 8. There's a booth and uh, a short presentation. Kind of like we did last time with Elizabeth. Okay. Wanted to throw that out there. You can say no if you want. I'm just thinking that might be an option so we could brainstorm about what what in preparation for the Duluth presentation. Right. If that works for you. I think that should work. Um, You said Melissa, right? No. Elizabeth? Elizabeth. At the, at the college? Yep. Okay. I just get stunned for a second. Okay. And that's Marshall. Okay. All right. I put that on my calendar. Awesome. And then, um, now, Kathy, I'll be, I've been trying to end this call, and I don't know how to end it. Oh, top left button, there's, a, there's an end call. Yep, and I've been clicking it and nothing happens. Okay. It's been Bucky with me too. Um just um Well this actually Kathy, you and I can talk about that. Yeah. I think Brent, Brenda wouldn't it's have to It's just that if we don't if we don't um push the stop button it doesn't actually save the recording, so we have to we do have oh. to finish, figure out how to actually stop it. Um I know I've had that challenge the last couple of times I've used TalkShoe, Erin. I'm not sure why it does that. Um, I think what I actually did is closed out that little box and went back into it. Um, and the way I went back into it is, um, although that's not the best solution either. Um, although, Kathy, you know that one call that I thought didn't record, it actually did record. Oh, it did? Um, okay. I don't know. It was just really Bucky with me. So um, are you able to, 
are you able to maximize that screen? Because I know that screen usually comes up on my computer as a minimize. It's not a full screen. If you maximize it and then put, push the refresh button, there is a possibility that that will work. It's almost like the screen locks up because you haven't done anything on it for so long. The only thing I could figure out. Hmm. Okay, I maximized the screen. So where's the refresh button? It's not along um, the that top part. It's it's like on mine it's a half arrow, it's like a half circle. It's in the address bar. Right, and there is nothing there. Oh really? Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if you do a refresh on the the main um, browser screen where you have your talk shoe, because what it does is it pops that up as a secondary screen. So if, what if you right. refresh the screen where you actually have be on the address bar and the screen where talk shoe, the general talk shoe account is, and hit refresh on that. I wonder if that'll work. Oh, I lost that page. I hope Brenda's done this enough times. She's doing this from her phone and she's telling us what what to see. That's all from memory, Kathy. <laughs> I know that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Oh. I know what that feels like. Aha. Uh-huh. Okay. 